everybody, I'm Len Adolph. Welcome to Sam Sells Sells Real Estate, where the fastest 20 minutes or so in real estate information a couple times a week. Coming to you from the New York metropolitan area. Got some great information, 23 shows in the bank. We're going to get right to it. Today's guest is the lovely Jennifer D'Elia, who's the office manager and broker at Sam Sell and Associates, and we're going to get to her right now. Today's guest has been a licensed real estate agent for 10 plus years. Jen D'Elia is experienced in property management, landlord tenant, and real estate law. She comes to Sam Sell and Associates with a diverse background in a wide range of areas in real estate. Uh, she's also a notary public, and she has many certifications from the National Association of Realtors. She's a graduate of the College of St. Elizabeth's with a Bachelor of Science in Biology. That works in real estate, huh? <laughs> Jen has returned to school and is working towards her degree in business. She currently lives in Union County with her husband, her two boys, and her two cats. She's a cat woman. She is on the Union County Events Committee and is a team captain. For the Rollway Relay for Life Cancer Walk, Jen is also a class mom at her son's school. Jen, it is a pleasure to have you on today. Wow, what an intro. It is a pleasure to be That here. sounds pretty good. What a resume you got. It does, huh? right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jen is uh, uh, able to uh, talk to us from both sides of the coin. As, as an office manager, she is very adept at handling the administrative work for Samsel. But on the other hand, Jen just passed her broker's license uh, within the last few weeks. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, does sell real estate for a living in addition to doing everything. How, let's talk about that first. How do you manage to, uh, to keep it all balanced? Um, some days I have no idea how it all, <laughs> how it all works out balanced, but it does. At the end of the day, it does. I think that part of it has to do with being the office manager. I'm able to switch gears easily from doing some actual office work, helping an agent, and just doing, you know, any tasks that John needs. I think those skills help me switch my office manager hat off and put my real estate agent hat on. And now I know that we've talked about this and I know what your answer is going to be, but which one's your preference? My preference. Um, my preference is definitely working in the office. I hate to say it. <laughs> to any of my clients out there that I'm selling or buying houses, I lie. Don't listen to the podcast. That's right. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about the administrative duties that you have uh, on a daily basis. I, 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 you do more than most office managers I've been involved with. You are very proactive in education. You are very proactive in sending out articles and trying to keep the staff at Samsung, you know, up on sales techniques, motivational techniques. Talk a little bit about that. I think that when you go into any professional office, the office manager usually comes across as a glorified receptionist. Um, right. And working in a real estate office, it is definitely not that. Um, there, it's a different environment. You know, compliance is one of the biggest parts of my job. Keeping everything 
legal and ethical and not correcting malicious activities. But a lot of it is just ignorance and having no idea that phone numbers have to be different fonts. Right. Really going into detail with like fiduciary responsibilities. It's a lot. The state board has a lot of rules and regulations and being part of the realtor association, they have their own code of ethics and rules and regulations and having to know it all and keeping everybody in here within those guidelines. I think that is the most important and the most difficult part of my job. Now, with the amount of agents you have. And you're in a place where the incentive is that John really wants to grow this office, and he is. And the number of agents who have come on in a short period of time is astonishing. So that burden falls on your shoulders to keep it all managed, correct? Yes, it does. Definitely. And do you have special things that you do when you have a new agent come into the office? Do you treat a new agent differently than someone who is coming over from another agency and has a lot of experience? How do you handle that? I definitely treat everybody differently. New agents, I have a system set up or if they're right out of real estate school, I go over paperwork with them. And then I have a training program that I created, it actually evolved, you know, over the years to start them off on. And I try to get them in once a week, twice a week for an hour or two. And we run through this training program that starts off with how to use an MLS system, how to write a contract, how do you speak to clients, how to prepare for an open house, all these different areas. And we do like a crash course. Because real estate school doesn't teach any of it. Sure. Real estate school teaches you the laws. And they teach you to pass the test. So Let me ask you this question. What? You see these people coming in. There are 40-some-odd agents now in John's office. Tell me, in your opinion, what qualities make for the best real estate agent or associate? I think one of the most important ones is integrity. You have to... Do what you say, you know, and say what you do. The real estate is starting to get a bad rap, you know, like they talk about like these negative, I guess, like pictures of attorneys and accountants, and now real estate agents are getting that, you know, like we're out to screw people and just to make a quick buck. And that's not the case in this office. And your personal integrity can make or break you as an agent. You, know, you screw somebody over, there goes all your referrals, and there goes your reputation. And Quite frankly, that's not the type of atmosphere and company culture we have. So you definitely would not be here if you were so, one of those cutthroats. Do what you got to do to make a deal agent. And after integrity, you got an integrous person. Anything else? Certain types of character qualities. Certain types of uh, in- intelligence. I mean, anything that that you've noticed uh, goes to create a, a, a an outstanding real estate agent. In looking at the like, top producers in my office, you have to have excellent organization skills and you have to be really good at communicating and not just communicating within an office, but 
being able to communicate with different personality types and sure. maintain your composure. You know, that's the an easygoing attitude that is a great communicator and can stay organized is absolutely the recipe for success. Well, you talk about organizational skills, and I think that's important, and we're going to go to that. You sent out an article to the staff about a week ago that I'd like to address. We're going to take just a second. We're going to break away for the tip of the day, and Jennifer and I will be right back. And here's your tip of the day. Summer's just come. You have plenty of time now to sit out at the beach, expand your mind, listen Podcasts are such a big deal now. iHeartRadio has 250,000 podcasts. We only want you to listen to one. Sam sells real estate. If you're buying, selling, rehabbing, investing, have anything to do with real estate, you should be listening right here. That's your tip of the day. Broker, a realtor extraordinaire, Jennifer D'Elia from Sam Sillen Associates. Uh, Jennifer sends out some really good stuff all the time. Jen, uh, the last uh, article you sent out, it says there are as many different ways to find and engage buyers and sellers as there are individuals who own homes, but that initial contact is only one piece of the puzzle, and I think you kind of raised that issue when you talked about communication. They give simple rules here to live by in order to maintain that contact. Uh, I'm going to run these by you and get your response. Uh, the few simple rules. Number one, and I think you alluded to this, response time is a prime component of long-term success. Yes, absolutely. That's one of the most important things in maintaining a relationship. We live in a day and age where we expect immediate results. I mean, how many times have we go to a web page and it's not loading fast enough? And we just say, forget it. You know, you keep it moving. And I hate to say this, but there is a sense of entitlement out in the world. You know, if I'm reaching out to you, I expect. I want what I want when I want yeah. it. I want it I now. I want it now. And if you're not going to give it to me, I'm going to move on to I want it now. Yep. So that is number one important. Number two, and I think this is also important. Make sure your response to your client is clear and easily understood, especially in real estate. I'm sure there's a lot of time. I know they have that funny commercial on talking about mortgages, FHA, subprime, blah, 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 blah. You know, a lot of people don't understand it. And it obviously is important to communicate effectively. It is. You know, it's, we have to remember that our clients didn't go to real estate school. They don't live in the world of the jargon that we have. And you have to explain things in like layman's terms, you know? And I, for one, can't stand getting those text messages where it's like a book, right? Like four or five part text messages, huge explanation. Nobody's gonna read it. They're gonna get frustrated halfway through. And it really goes sure. with the first part, which is, you know, I want what I want it now. I want it quick, I want it easy. And I don't want to have to put in extra effort to figure out what you're saying. 
I guess that's a burden we have to live with, yeah. huh? Even if we may not Absolutely. agree. Absolutely. Number three is don't hide. Basically, if something takes a little longer, if it doesn't turn out exactly the way you've told the client it's supposed to, don't run away. Face it. Definitely. Um, we are an advocate, right? For our clients, they look to us to put all the pieces of the puzzle together. And, you know, some pieces of the force. <laughs> and some are just aren't right pieces and they throw them out. But this idea of something not working or something, you know, deals off through, when you run away, where you just throw your hands up in the air as an agent and say, forget this, it's not working. One, you're definitely not, you know, working for your client and doing this in their best interest. And two, it's still a lack of commitment, lack of commitment to deal, lack of commitment to your client and it's for customer service, right? It's sales for customer service. Right. Why do you think a lot of people take the position that being a real estate agent isn't a big deal and for sale by owner is simple and easy to do? I think it's because nobody actually knows what's going on in the background. And part of that is our is our own fault as agents. We have all these moving pieces and you know we do shield our buyers and sellers from it because they don't need to know. They don't need to see it. They just need to see that we're working right. for them. So nobody really does get a chance to see all of the blood, sweat, and tears that goes on, you know, behind the stage. Number four, they give, with a buyer, you need to do more than a drip campaign or you might lose them. Define what a drip campaign is and, and define how you go about trying to keep the buyer interested in finding properties that the buyer may want to be interested. I hope I said that. <laughs> a drip campaign is basically you have your database of email addresses or um, physical addresses, and you're with some outside vendor that they just do this automatic email every couple of weeks, automatic mailer that goes out. It's not personalized. It is just basic, random information that has nothing to do with anybody in particular. It might just be an article on something in New Jersey real estate. And it's okay. cold. It's not emotional. It's not connected. It's, they have their definite, you know, positive qualities to drip campaigns, but people know what they are. You know a cold auto email when it comes into your email address. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the last one, and I think this is really important, follow up even after the sale. Definitely. Um, Every sale, good or bad, right, has the potential for future referrals. <clears throat> you have, you know, don't walk away. It's not over. Your first sale with a client is the first one using their circle of influence. And when they're ready to sell again, they want to use you. But they need to be able to know where you are and find you. And they want to be able to talk sure. about you to their friends and family and give you your information. But people forget, you know, if it's 20 years later, they don't remember who that agent was that sold their house. You need to stay in front of them. Just, I send out Christmas cards and then I send out um, new home anniversary cards when a buyer buys 
you know, a new home, I send a an anniversary card that just says, hi, you know, year two, year three. I don't say, give me. That's really cool. I don't say you're looking for a new one, looking to buy or sell. It's just to remind them that I still exist and I still do real estate. Uh, that's a great, great way to uh, to to market yourself. Uh, let's finish up here. Uh, we believe in shameless plugs on this show, <laughs> so uh, Miss Delia, take a shot and uh, say what you want to say to the people out there in America. Um, oh, I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> <laughs> a little broad. It huh? is a little broad. I guess the one thing that I could say is definitely use me as a realtor. I, my shameless plug is, who would you rather have to be your agent, right? The one that trains agents? <laughs> That's the person I want as, as my real estate agent. And um, I don't know. That caught me off guard. The trainer of the trained. I like that. <laughs> I like that. It makes sense. Uh, the teacher, uh, sometimes teachers aren't necessarily always good producers, uh, and that's why they become teachers, but uh, certainly they have the knowledge and, uh, you know, you've demonstrated your ability to handle all sides of the coin. So uh, I'll make a plug for Jen. Uh, I'd be lost at the agency without her. And I'm sure that there are a number of people who would say the same thing. So, you know, that's my plug for you, Jen. You do a great job and uh, I'm thrilled to have you today. And you know, you're always welcome to come on the show anytime. Great. Thank you so much. I look forward to chatting again. Uh, that's great. Thanks, Jen. Have a wonderful day, honey. Okay. Take care. Bye. Well, there you go. We've reached the end of another podcast, another good podcast. Jen D'Elia was able to tell us not only about the administrative side of real estate, but also the sales side and how they coexist together. We're going to have her back. She's great. She always gets a promo at the end of the show, and for good reason. Thanks, Johnny Sampson. Thanks, John Gerhardt. Thanks, Biomedia. Thanks, Maxie. Thanks, Noe. I love both you guys. Thanks, Manor Ferguson for Birdman. And to our listeners, thank you for listening. We are nothing without you. We are here for you. Subscribe to Sam Sells Sells Real Estate. 11 podcast platforms. You can't miss us. We'll be back with another podcast sometime during the week. Beautiful now in the Northeast. It is summer. Enjoy it. Take care. Have a great day.